Three, two, one. Hello everyone, my name is Chester Lydon and welcome to Everon, episode three. I am your host and DM, Chester Lydon, and... Hello, cast. Hi. Hello. I was going to start off strong with, I'm BJ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, BJ, what hey, BJ. up? But BJ is unfortunately not you be currently BJ here. BJ's not with us because Ebenezer isn't in the party. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. He's gone home to sleep, unlike the rest of us. Yeah. Did anyone grab his phone number? Are you going to dox him? <laughs> No, Ebenezer's phone number. I feel like Olivia would probably have tried to grab that while they were in the diner, but I don't know if she succeeded. So uh, I have to talk to BJ about <laughs> that. Is this retroactive yeah. storytelling? No, yeah. no, that's fine. Anyway, like Olivia likes making contacts, and had Mister um, Hodgins survived, she probably would have like yeah. stayed in contact. Things like that, because he was like one of the few people who actually got them out on a job. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay. So around the Schwovel. Mm. Okay. Well, I am Megan. Hello, Megan. <laughs> Hi, Megan. And Hi, Megan. I play Olivia Kelly. Thankfully, only one character because you know she has a voice in her head, so that's enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? That's mm. enough to deal with. Um. Yeah. She's a uh, vaguely. <laughs> vaguely traumatized, um, constantly traumatized, uh, but she deals with it in the most strange of ways, which is through her fashion sense. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll see that changing soon because I am running out of styles. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> As it should. Um, yeah. So continuing along the squovel. Squovel. Hey, I'm Kate. Um, I'm really excited to finally play Hope. Like this has been in the works for. Zoinks! Oh yeah, literally Since May of last year. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, basically it's been a year. Uh, Caleb and I we went on honeymoon, and most of honeymoon was spent mm. doing character development. Yeah, I remember getting text updates about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we're on honeymoon. We should be like, you know, doing coupley things like going to the beach, not like sitting in our little Airbnb writing character notes. It was raining, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was also like raining. Rain. But and we both don't really like the beach. Yeah. <laughs> what? We, we had a beach-centred honeymoon and we hated the beach. Queensland somehow. Yeah, ah, true. so we basically we followed the coast up. But anyway, I'm so excited to play finally play this character because anytime I've mentioned them, it's been, and I play redacted. She's no longer redacted. Yeah. Yay. It's nice to have that freedom. And it's, also just the conversations that we've been having over yeah. messages. I'm like, can we please just get this yeah. out into the world? So, like, Megan and I, we have our own, like, little fan theory in our head. Yeah. Just running around. Like, we've messaged, I think we've messaged to, like, nearly one in the morning oh, over yeah. this stuff. Gosh. It's not healthy. The amount of sleep okay. that I've lost over talking about her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, We've got this relationship down. I'm mm. losing my voice. I was violently sick earlier in the week. I'm better now, but we've been recording for like, oh, I just looked at the time. A like while. four hours, five yeah. hours. So I probably sound awful. I feel awful, but and I think my drugs are wearing off. So anyway. More drugs. Moving on to my husband. I don't have any more drugs with me. Just cough. 
Drop it. Hello. I am Caleb, and I am playing the role of... Nice. Bleep. Cool. (laughs) Nice. I will say it's it's very clear the two of them talk theories because anytime either of them have brought a theory to me is usually responded with nope. Now anyway, moving on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's it's a bit understated that the biggest fans of any given show are usually we- in the cast. Yeah. Mm. Well, there'll be times like, yeah, Chester messages me. I'm like, Megan, we have to change things. He's changed the law. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times that I've woken up at like, I don't know, <laughs> 11 p.m. after being in a good sleep and being like, oh, there's a message from Kate. Oh, damn. And it's a long one. And it's a long one. And I'm like, we'll deal with this in the morning. <laughs> I've got to assume that none of the things I've told you to keep secret have remained secret. Uh, no, she I think a lot everything. of things. No, I tell him everything. Yeah, she doesn't you know, not tell marriage, me everything. It's, it's law. I have to tell him everything. Yeah, she it's doesn't tell me I everything. She'll me. tell me stuff after you've changed <laughs> it. Yeah. What did I change? <laughs> Everything. Oh, okay. I did change most of the law for this. Yeah, there yeah. was a fair few things changed. Yeah. But, you know, it's a good time. There, I can't there, wait for all of our master plans to come out. Oh, there yeah. There isn't yeah. much of the sh- original show that remains. I think the only thing that stayed real consistent is the, the troll on the first episode. Is yeah, the- and that mm. was quite different uh, because yeah. there are really... The types of swamps I wanted to use in mm. England. Yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah. the only thing I changed. Go yeah. When you said America. New Orleans, I was like, oh gosh. I know, gosh. I'm so sad. I'm like, oh no, oh, I can't drink. New Orleans second line. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, but let's hop into episode three Black Dog, Blue Dog. Olivia, you pull the shower curtain to the side and you hop out of the shower. It's been a a day since you guys arrived home. It's what time does Olivia typically get up? Uh, Olivia normally gets up at like 6 a.m. Okay. Has a shower. You're hearing the the businessman in the floor above hurriedly putting on his shoes and heading out the front door. You can hear the baby next door screaming and the parents bustling around and around. You can hear the sound of a few kids leaving their front doors in the story below and trying to find their bikes to head off towards their meetup that they're going to before school starts. Uh, you wrap a towel around yourself and you move to the, the mirror. It's all fogged up and you reach out and you wipe your hand across it 
and not all of the, the fog leaves. You blink a few times and you see words written out in the fog. And the way the fog sits on the mirror, it's almost like snow. And you see the words, I like the way you die, boy. And you swipe your hand back across and they're gone. creeping slowly up your shoulder and you see a plastic glove covered bandaged hand reach up your shoulder and you spin around and it's not there. It's not real, it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. You switch the inductor fan on and slowly the mist disappears. Downstairs, Vesper is sitting at the kitchen table, hands on the table going. Okay, I'm going to do the cooking then. And he's like half risen up when you walk past him and immediately like march into the kitchen and start like going through things in the fridge. And mm. he like cranes back down looking very un like unhappy about this, crosses his arms and sits at the kitchen table. So, uh, what'd you get up to considering that you don't sleep? Uh, and he looks over to an area in the living room and you see there is a pile of the like core four Narnia books. And he's like, I'm most of the way through the series. Nice. Again. Ah. Uh, it's better the. No, it's not better the third time. I'm seeing more holes. Ooh. We really should let just move into a library. You could, could spend Could we get the, most... the internet? I think you... that's beyond our budget How at this point. How do you do that? It, it's too expensive. I've looked into it. I've heard you can do it with the phone. And he like points at the, the phone that's on the wall. Yeah, they have to come in and put cabling in. But it's already cabling. The phone's already connected. Yeah, but like it's specifically just connecting it to like the. It, it's complicated, and our landlord isn't going to allow it. The boy next door has a computer. I can hear it. <laughs> yeah, the boy next door is sleeping with the landlord's daughter. So. He's twelve. Okay, he's not 12 then, all right? He's not 12, Vespa. <laughs> he was 12 when we moved in. Yeah, we've been here a while. All right. Things change. Things um, change. Uh, the, the top eggs, I think, are off. Second batch? Baskets? What's it called? Container? Uh, tray. Tray. Cotton. That one's good. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's that. Um, it, like, points at you. New look... Again, Olivia? Yeah. Uh, would you want to describe what Olivia is currently looking like? Olivia is currently wearing um, kind of like a, I want to say a tank top that's tucked into her jeans. Um, and she's wearing those high-waisted 
mom jeans. Um, and she's got like, a, it looks like a cozy um, burgundy color corduroy jacket on. Um, and her hair is in like very long now. It's grown out since like years of neglect and not cutting it. Um, so it's probably like down to her lower back. Very um, split end. Very split endy. Mm. And she's uh, still got her fringe, but um, all of her hair the rest of the way is in two French plaits going yeah. down um, to like the small of her back. Vesper slowly kind of like lounges to one side and puts his like cheek in his palm. He's looking at you. Girl, do you moisturize? Yes, why? Mm, looking very... You know. I think it's because of my hair, Vesper. I can't afford a haircut. <laughs> no, that's conditioning. Do you condition? Yes. But years of neglect of the hair does this. Okay. Okay. I, I always just used to use like the, the five-in-one stuff. And my hair was always great. Yeah, you're a man, Vesper. It's... Hair is not sexist, Olivia. I know, but your hair is shorter and it gets cut more My frequently. Hair was gorgeous. Now he like wipes through and like doesn't move at all. Now it's like it's like I'm a Ken doll. It doesn't do nothing. <laughs> that is very disappointing. <laughs> but then he like moves you. his head. This damn lock in the front moves. Oh wow. The rest of it doesn't. Yeah, no, that that's like steel trap. Shut but I have head. found, and he like bangs it like himself on the side of the head, and the hair like goes all messy at the front. Does this, but then there's like a pause as the hair kind of slowly like resets into place. I don't know. That is, I don't know how the physics of that works. Um, are you eating bacon? Uh, yes, I still am eating bacon. Okay. I did not go through the vegan stage. That was okay, and it oh. did not help her acne. No, it really didn't. Ugh. Uh, how is she? <gasps> how much? How is she? Oh, how is she? Um, she doesn't let me know. Knows. Oh, yeah, right. You're only allowed when you're in my head. <laughs> Which is somehow better? I don't know how that works with her. Anyway, um, she seems to be doing all right, but she'll definitely be taking a while to recover. Yeah, and... Um, um, yeah, she's not going to be out shooting with her hand again. No. Ever. Okay. No. She's definitely uh, desk duty, basically. She can't be on the field. Great. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not like we can afford to pay for another person, so mm. we are down to three. Yeah. Rough, says the doc. The dad jokes. I just, you know, you really should whip them out around AK a little bit more because she's blaming Hope for all of the dad jokes. Told her everything she knows. Yeah. Um, it's the one good trait she learned from you. He like crosses his arms again. Is leaning back. We go talk about, um, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, a outside entity is now trying to like control us. You know, he's like gesturing to the comfy armchair. Look, I... A representative? I, yeah. There's not much we can do about it. We can't afford to fight it. And they'll just lock us up if we 
keep going without their uh, say-so. Can't you, like, call... What was his name? Warwick? Warwick. What? Hmm. Now you've got me questioning myself. Warwick? No. Oh, you're all, you're, you've got contacts in Tia. Hmm. Warwick. I don't think I can call him. Well, that was ten years ago. I don't know. Yeah. If they're still... Oh, I think he's still operating. I just doubt that he'd come running. What about um uh Ben, the um the wise guy? Oh, he was with a, a different. Yeah, but if their problem is us operating in America, then maybe we could talk to him. Maybe we don't need a third party being like all up in our face and getting us to jump through hoops. If we can just appease the. But they're probably just using that as an excuse. I think so. <sighs> He's like looking up at the ceiling, arms crossed in like a, a, a real huff. Mm. Olivia places a coffee down in front of him. Hand on shoulder. Thank you. You're welcome. We nice really- lad. Uh, nice lad. Nice lad. Yes, yes. Boy. I was just about to say we should talk about Boy Blue. Um, Boy Blue. Yeah, Boy Blue. He's got the blue scarf, blue smoke. Boy Blue. Okay. Um, I will call him by his... Heath. ...name. I feel um, like code name is fine, considering that we live with the one girl that this is really going to affect. AK? Are you, she is a bit of a cougar. Nah. Oh, my goodness. Hope! Do you not remember... You were there. You were in my head when we had this conversation. I was pretty... I, I'll be entirely honest. I was just pretty charmed. You know, I was having a nice time. Uh, he's, um, how do I put this? He's he's the Robin Hood to her maid Marion. They were childhood, like, crushes, I suppose. And, yeah, she... Huh? Did, didn't you see her, like, staring daggers at him I usually yesterday? associate that with being angry. You know, someone trying to, like, control our that business. That tends to happen if you see someone that you liked that just disappeared off the face of the earth and didn't talk to you for years and then shows up to your house, in your house... And he put the heater on. It was quite nice. It's not something you need to be angry about. I'm not angry at him. I'm just saying Hope has her reasons. And they may not be understandable to us because she is like a it. young woman. <laughs> he like stands up taking a coffee and like walks to the window. She's too young. How old is she? Fourteen? He sits nah. back down the oh opposite side of the table. She's she's twenty. Oh, one one one's <laughs> twelve, one's Morning. twenty. What does it matter? They're all Children. Was with me. Go oh. away. <laughs> no, Hope. Shoot. You, could, you can stay. Did it's you not want your bacon? breakfast turn. Did you want eggs? Did you want bacon? Coffee. Coffee? Coffee. Okay, she turns around and makes another coffee. He, like, slides his to hers. Can't drink it anyway. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, like moving sugar. on from the subject at hand. Um, uh, About your first question, yes, I think this will be the last change. This coffee sucks. To my outfit. Hey, it's all we can afford. Nescafe. Um, eh. Well, that's good. I like, you like, kind of like sideways looks at you. I like 
High jeans. Back in my day. Kids these days wear their jeans too low. They're down under their stomachs for crying out loud. I like the high jeans simply because they stay on during battle. Are you wearing my jeans? No. These are AKs. You stole them from her. Uh, No, she stole them from me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. There was a whole back and forth. Sister of the traveling pants. Um, Huh? Never mind. That's a book you should never read. Okay. Where is it in the house so I can definitely avoid from reading it? There's a book? I only thought there was a movie. I think we burned it. What? What? You know I like books. I'm sorry. It was just awful. I couldn't sit through it. and I didn't want to have you quoting it in my head. So <laughs> I'll go buy you that book. Hell yeah. No. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, okay, well... You hear the thump, thump, thump sound of Amelia making her way down the stairs and every thump is met with a swear word <laughs> as she comes down the stairs and she like comes into the living room. The chairs from last night are still there and one's like slightly in her way. She kicks it over as she comes into the, the uh, like dining room. So to d- describe the house, there is the living room, which is basically just a carpeted area. There are no, There is no dividing thing from that to the kitchen area. The kitchen area is just tiled. Mm-hmm. It's just with a table and there's like some benches that your kitchen stuff is on. There is a tiny little hallway and then steps up to the bedroom area. There are three bedrooms up there and like a little tiny little bathroom. It is an absolutely tiny, tiny flat. It is probably from corner to corner. It's like seven meters from corner to corner and then two stories. It is very small. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's the front door and the windows, which you have blinds over, but you can see through the blinds. And you can see people walking to and fro. And Vespa's just like kind of like shunts himself slightly to the side so you can't directly see in and see him. Amelia comes in and takes Hope's discarded coffee and starts drinking it. Are you more Medge? Okay. She like jiggles her arm and you can see it jiggling at the point where it's broken. <gasps> Don't a, do I can feel it again. Millie. There's no need for the jiggle. I'll get are you. Those my jeans? <laughs> they're my jeans. They're my jeans first. No. Well, they're my jeans now. Doesn't even wear a belt. She's like sits down, crosses her legs. Because a belt makes me look bulky in the middle. That's why I <laughs> tighten the belt. No, then it's sensory. You know I can't do those things. Right. Okay. Um, you hear the clatter sound of mail and Vespa like starts to get up and Olivia and Amelia's already up. So, nope, I'm doing it. It's the only thing I can do. I'm the book girl now. Book girl gets the mail. <laughs> and she goes to the little flap and picks it up. All right. There's a bill. All right. The gas is being turned off. Cook something quick. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, we've got another week for electricity. Uh, ah... She comes through and slaps down a very official-looking notice and like uh, like envelope and taps on it. Uh, that's tear, wonderful. And she's like putting the other uh, letters in like a, a folder next to the table, and then she shows one to you and she like bends it slightly. It's like this one has a check in it, and you oh. see it is a handwritten letter. And she takes one of the butter knives and slits open the top and pulls out a check of five hundred dollars. And she says, I will cash that after I read the letter. Hold on. And she opens it up and she skims it. 
Aha. Okay. So I can't pronounce half of these words. Um, it seems there is a village in northern Germany that seems to have a... Uh, okay, so this is the down payment. This is half of the payment they're going to give us. Uh, it seems this village and some villages around it have kind of pulled the collective pot to be our charge us uh, because Tyr has not really answered any of their calls uh, or anything like that. They say that there is some type of wolf in the woodlands and whenever a farmer or someone sees it, they are struck and ill and if they tell anyone about it, they die. She closes up. They can't give us any more information than that because that threatens the life of villagers. Okay. Looks like we're going to need those licenses sooner than I thought. Here's the thought, and she like taps on. Since I'm home and stuck here, I could like fast track the licensing stuff. You guys could leave tomorrow. Get the get the money, get back before they realize we've gone anywhere. Especially if you take some more underground ways of getting there. And back here, money in the pocket, license is done. Okay. Because we can't just freeze everything. She like gestures at the lines of bills. Mm. We can't just freeze things and wait for them to get to us about what licenses they need done. If I'm here, then like as soon as I'm getting this stuff, I can be dealing with it. I know. It's the best I can think of. Okay. Mm. Yep. We'll do it. Did they leave a contact number at all for she us? Goes through. No. There's a list of names with people who put the letter together and a location to meet. Uh, is a, a Catholic church in the village. More Catholics. Fine. More Catholics. Okay. All right. We better start packing then. How are we going to... Well, how are you guys going to get to Germany? What's the best route? Cash payment only, and I would say trains. You can do trains to Germany? Didn't we fight a war with them? How can you get there just by a train? You um, take the tunnel to France and then you take the train. There's a tunnel to France? Oh, there's okay. a tunnel to France. Mm. Okay, if that's achievable, then we... It's the cheaper option. How much is that sure. going to be, you think? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Still. Well, we're getting paid a grand. Mm. And this is a down payment and we've got names this time so we can hunt for payment afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and they'll charge a late fee as well. Okay. Extra two hundred dollars if they're late with the second payment. Mm-hmm. I'm perfectly happy to rob uh, poor farmers blind. Um, the main thing is they actually pay us and don't die. Um, so mm. maybe get the job done before they talk too much about a dog, spooky dog. I mean, positive is you're only paying two tickets. That's that's true. That's true. A lot less than before. It is less. 
And she kind of leans back and looks up to uh, the wall where the TV is kind of like pushed up against. And you, she kind of eyes the shattered remains of Weaver's sword hanging up on the wall. A lot less. All right. Vespa? Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Vespa strokes his chin a little bit. It's a job. That's a job, we and it's a, a job. paying one. We wait, we wait a month and a half to get the New Orleans one. Yeah. In fact, we've had to wait a day. I don't know. Maybe news is getting around, although I'm not sure what news there is that's good news. Mm-hmm. Kind of um, suspicious to me. Why don't we just get a normal job? I am not going to be in Olivia's head while she works a cafe job. It's the most boring thing ever. You don't want to hear what goes on in my head in customer service. Trust me. It's like I'm waging war in there with depression. It's not a fun time. Throwing fisticuffs, I mean- you know. Um. But no, I think it's, yes, it's, it's, I know, suspicious, but it's also, there's a list of names here. We could probably search up the names. Mm. Uh, It's $1,000. It's big money, but it's not big, big money trying to drag us away anywhere. It's a whole village. Uh, Well, Vess, I'll say maybe we should just go to the library. Do some research on the area. Oh, you can use the internet at the library. Yeah, we can use the internet for free. Nice. I know. Yeah. Hell so we'll yeah. go to the library. We'll the do some research. The internet can only be a safe place to find good information. Uh, that's what I thought about Mercy's Creek. That's a low blow. He's like staring at you very seriously. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go. All right. Uh, Vespa dematerializes and um, okay. Heads off through the front door. She grabs some bacon on her way out. Um, Amelia is like staring at Hope, kind of like. Hi. Now she's gone. Mm-hmm. We've got something to give you. Come on. And she like cranes herself up out of the chair. And she slowly makes her way upstairs. Where are you going? I can't see his face. (laughs) It's okay. I can never see his face. I've got Caleb's and then arm and then, yeah, chest. No matter where I sit, I was like, if I sit at the end of the table, I'll see Chester. Doesn't see Chester. If I sit at the edge, I'll see Chester. I just try my best here. (laughs) Um, Chester's just unseeable. We're not allowed to see him. Hi. Hi. It's an audio podcast, Megan. Yeah, you don't need to see me. It's all about my voice. Yeah. Uh, Hope you quickly follow AK upstairs Mm -hmm. and she leads you to her room. Um, She unlocks it and lets you in. It's quite a... It's an orderly room, but it's the type of room that's orderly, gets messy. She then cleans it 
and then doesn't follow any of the criteria to keep it clean. So it's in this kind of rotating thing. So you can so see you've got a clothing pile on a chair yeah. that rotates from chair to desk to bed to chair to desk to bed. That's my room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that it's starting to fall into that level of disarray with all the stuff that's unpacked after New Orleans. Mm-hmm. You can see a level of like there's pain meds and all stuff stuff. And she sits down on her bed and like very ostentatiously pats on it on the side of it. I shall sit. Good girl. All right. Mm. I, and she like gestures with the wiggly arm. I, um. Oh, that's gross. Don't, yeah, don't, don't stop. Um, I am out of commission for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And I doubt it's going to work the way it did before. So. I'm going to give you this. And she pulls from the kind of pile of, of clothes that she's piled up on the desk and she hands you her revolver. Mm-hmm. And she puts it in your hand. You see, it is an old American-style revolver. It's the type of one that's like you see in like Clint Eastwood movies, the type of ones that like takes a whole person's head off. Yeah. The type of thing is a big gun. Uh, it has one of those uh, wooden pommels. Uh, it is a cylinder-action uh, revolver. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I can take this. I mean... This is your gun. She shrugs. I can always take it back when I'm better. Alright, That makes fine. you feel better. But it's... No, it's mine. Yeah, it's yours. Uh, and you turn over and you see engraved in the handle, Derek Harlow. I've been meaning to ask, who is this Derek guy? Like I've I've seen, I've seen like obviously his name engraved on it before, but like, who did you steal from? This looks like a sheriff's gun. Did you did you steal from a sheriff? Please tell me. Yes, actually, I did. You stole from a sheriff, and now you're giving it to me. This was this was back this was back in the nineties. Things were different in the (laughs) nineties. Doesn't make it better. Um, I love it. Yeah, she like taps on it. I was like, well, two things. This was, he was an old fling from high school. Mm-hmm. Lovely lad. Um, that makes it weird, but all right. Doesn't. Continue. Uh, I took it off his dead body. So it makes it a bit weirder. Yes. So, yes. So this is, I know, okay. She gives you bits and pieces about, you know, the stuff that kind of got the two of us in with Weaver and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. So, yeah. back in our hometown, things went really bad with some supernatural stuff. And he... Well, people were dying not as themselves. They were dying as lesser things. They were dying as cowards. He died... Really badly, but he died as himself, and he died as a proud man. And when we were driving back through the town on our way of leaving, mm-hmm. Olivia was unconscious in the back, and I saw him, mm-hmm. and I grabbed it. It didn't make sense just to 
leave every last bit of everyone there in the dust. So, he was the best shot, him and his whole family. Um, he, try, he tried to teach me when I was younger. Didn't really work out. You need the right teacher for that, all that type of stuff. I just needed a different type of teacher. He wasn't, he wasn't the most patient. He, he was only patient with his sister, really. Um, and yes, I wasn't quite patient enough to, for him to be patient with me, even though she wasn't patient either. It, sibling thing. Siblings, yeah. they're nice to their siblings. They're difficult with other people. So, yeah. But it's, it's important and it's... I haven't missed with it. So. Thank you. There you go. I'll try not to get it wet. Eh, it comes back from anything. Alrighty. Shoo. I'm going back to sleep. She puts it in um, her hoodie. She's wearing an oversized purple hoodie. She's like, all right. You'll never see this again. It's mine now. <laughs> Scampers out. Cool. Alrighty. Uh, we cut... Uh, a day or so forwards in time as Olivia and Hope, you two exit out of your train carriage journey uh, onto a very desolate, isolated little train station in the kind of far northern farming land of Germany. Uh, Olivia, you're like hands are on hips as you're staring at this sign and then comparing it back to a note and compare, like looking back at the signs like, I think those are the same words. <laughs> you see, the umlaut is on on the U, and same on that sign. So I I think we're on the right place. I think oh. we just need to find a person. And ask well, that them. sign says exit. My German isn't good. Oh no, it's not good. I don't have any German. Okay, looks around for people. <laughs> like, uh, are there any it locals? It is very desolate. It is mostly farmland. You can see a. Um, a village quite a distance off and you begin crossing your way it's like i could take the roads but it's going to add like an hour of walking so you're just walking cross fields basically they're big empty fields you see the occasional crow sweep and caw off in the distance and you reach the the crest of a hill and you're kind of looking around for general uh, landmarks and you see a little ways off near a, a small hedge but still at the top of this hill you see a scarecrow standing just as the sun is starting to peak above the horizon, illuminating this area. Hmm. It's been a while since I've seen a scarecrow. You see a crow swoop down and sit upon its shoulder. <laughs> Cause. Doesn't help much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I forgot what noises they make. Oh. That's so good. Anyway, Vesper, do you know German? No. Okay, worth a shot. I mean, let's I'm just... still not sure about those things I saw on the internet. It's not right, man. It's messed up. Look, neither am I. Wait, which which things are you talking about? Nothing. Hot single women in his area. Oh no. <laughs> he he materializes and starts like marching away from you both. Surprised <laughs> <laughs> it didn't get whacked in the back of the head. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this or hear about this. Goodbye. <laughs> you see him just march you across the fields. You hear a flap sound. And you're like, damn crows. And you look back and the crows haven't moved with anything. Did you hear that? Spooky. Yes. Vesper? 
Going. Going. No. Gone. No. He Vesta. has crossed into like a different field and is still marching. Okay, Olivia's going to like grab Hope's hand and start running after him full pelt. All right, you run after him and uh, you soon catch up with him as you enter into the town proper. You can't pronounce the name and you're not fully sure. You've got the letter and so you're kind of showing the letter to different people and they kind of frown at you and like wave you off. And you're like, okay, but the Catholic Church. So you make your way up towards the church and there's a priest there who's like smoking out the front. You try to talk to him and he's like, he's like squints at you and like frowns and you try to show him the letter and he's like reading it a little bit and he like calls over another person uh, whose English is like a little bit better and they're reading it and they're also smoking and he's like, ah, yeah, yeah. And he like shows you around to the, like the back of the church and there's a black Labrador sitting there and he's like gesturing at it. So like, yeah. He, like, points the thing. Yeah. Uh, no. Matt. I don't want to shoot a dog. Don't make me shoot the dog. It's not the dog. Then just not reading the letter right or not understanding Can it I right. Can I crouch down and pat the doggo? Sure. Nice. The, the man gestures. Is Bronco. You see the little name tag. Hi, Bronco. Hello. Okay, Vesper. Sit, sir. I can say sit. Any advice? Um, maybe it'd be worth calling um, AK and asking if that check bounced. Mm. I'm starting to think this might have been a red herring. Like, just yeah. like a... Oh, look at these guys in the newspaper. Type of thing. Okay. Um... She's going to look for, like, a payphone <laughs> nearby. There is not one. This is a very, like, <laughs> okay, she's, stone buildings. She's going to look at, like, the priest, because he's not a pastor. He's Catholic, so priest. Yeah. And she's going to do the, like, hand signal, like, phone thing. Yeah, he looks at you, and he does the, like, hand thing, but he does it like it's wine type of thing, the up and down thing. He's, like, looking at you weird, and it's like... Only Sundays. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Phone. Telephone? And a handy? Ah! And he's like, uh, like clapping a little bit. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he starts to like lead Hope off as like, and like brings the dog with him. And like, you see like a crowd of people like staring at you. And you, you feel like a tap on your shoulder. And Vesper like whispers, um, not to alarm you or dissuade you from your daughter being taken by the Germans. Um, but, uh, and you kind of feel your attention being drawn. He's not materialized, but he's kind of like drawing your attention. And you look over towards a hill very close to town and you see the scarecrow there again. I think it's following us. I'm getting bad juju vibes. Same. Bad jujitsu vibes. You weren't there, but we heard like a flap from like wings and the crows hadn't moved. Are you sure they hadn't just been like pecking at each other or something? Definitely sure. Right, let's go cut. 
Hope can handle herself. <laughs> he sees Hope's kind of like getting swarmed by people or doing like the phone signal yeah. type of thing and like frowning at her as you're kind of like saying the same thing. You'll say it and they'll go like, hey! <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> Olivia, like, How much of German do you do? Oh, English. How, how, how much, much of Ge- English do you do? Know? Yeah. <laughs> None, apparently. I love that English is technically my second language, um, even though I've lost all of my German. Handy means mobile phone. Yeah, I got that Yeah. Much. <laughs> And so then, I'm like, and I'm concerned they're, like, they're taking and hope. They're, and they're like gesturing as like to pocket type of thing. As like, take it with us, mobile phone, what? Yeah. Type of thing. And you're like trying to work out what does like home phone. Mm. You're like, ah, mm. ah. Um, Olivia's going to try and like wave to hope. And I don't know if hope will see her, but she's trying to do like the punching in the air motion points to Scarecrow. Don't you know? What? I'm gonna roll to see if I notice. A five. Hold on. Let's do like synchronized roll. If I get oh. close to a five, then it's yeah. If you get close to a five, it's a ten. A we ten. completely yeah, miscommunicate with each other. Yeah. No, I, I see you like, like waving, and I like wave by. I'm going fine, fine. They're like gesturing at the dog, like question is like you want the dog. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Olivia's just gonna leave hope to her devices and be like, "All right, Vespa, you want to fight it? Let's go fight a scarecrow." Goodbye, adopted daughter. Always <laughs> loved you, kind of. Yeah, you you cross the field and it's now uh, getting into proper morning. And farmers have been out for a little while, but they're kind of sitting down for their kind of mid-morning break. Type of thing. The sun is rising a bit higher, and you make your way up to this scarecrow. It's in more of a deserted area of these large fields. It's quite a mountainous area. Mm. Yep, you come up to the scarecrow. So, Vespa, what questions do you want to ask it, or do you just want to start throwing punches? Vespa materialises next to you. Well. He, like, looks at you side-eyed. What? I'd like you to roll for me. And he, like, takes a sword, and he's going to do a mock swipe at it, as if pretending to hit it. I'm going to see if it reacts. Four. It reacts. <laughs> it's like puts its hands up like, ah! ah! He stops just before it. Okay. Test number two, does it understand us? Speak if you want to live. <coughs> um. Salutations. <laughs> Salutations, my good friends. You know... Oddly enough, I've met stranger people in stranger circumstances, so we're just going to roll with this. Salutations. Um, I'm Olivia. Is that Greek? I don't know what that is. Okay, it's not Greek. It just means hello. Salutations just means... In English. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need to ra- read some Jane Austen... Like, up your literature game. The scarecrow is slowly. Don't tell me. And he, like, off. gestures at you with the hand thing. Like, like, like doing so, like, that little, like, uh, cartoon, like, hands up in the air, like, dangling down as he, like, sneaking. I'm imagining backwards. he's, like, jumping, like, yeah. turnip head in um, How's Moving yeah. Castle. He, like, gestures uh, at you with, like, the clicking thing. He's like, mm. don't tell me to up my. And stop going away. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Um, both of us just. As we don't break focus, Still we're having an argument. Up. Both of us, like, hands out, grab his wrists. Like, simultaneously, one of us has, like, each wrist. We're not done. <laughs> we're not okay. done. Okay, wow. 
Don't tell me to up my literature game. You haven't read a book in years. Accurate, but I don't have the time. I don't have the time, says everyone. I need to sleep. Modern culture, modern kids. All right. He turns back to the scarecrow. Uh, yeah, yes? What's your name? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, do you speak in riddles or rhymes? I speak in English. A likely story. Tell me something in French. I don't... Uh, no, um... He might be lying. Cr- Croissant. That's racist. Uh, Bonjour. Uh, s- salutations. I've heard this before. <laughs> Is this French? Yes, I said it. <laughs> Look, tell me your name or you lose a finger. Well, I'm losing a finger then. What does that mean? Well, I don't have a name, so I can't tell you it now, can I? How do you not have... Have you ever met a named Scarecrow? I haven't. Then again, I haven't met another Scarecrow. You know, I've never met a live Scarecrow. We can start there. I met one once. Oh! Yes. Well, it wasn't a Scarecrow. It was a a vich uh, inhabiting the form of a Scarecrow, and we burnt it at the stake. Don't know what any of those things are, but I I don't want to be burnt. That's for sure. Okay. Good to know your fear is fire. I'm not afraid of fire. I just die when, it, when I'm burnt. <laughs> In the same way that someone, you know, might not be afraid of heights, but they still die if they fall from a significant one. All right. Apparently there have been some strange happenings in this town. Mm. We got this letter. She yes. whips out the letter. And we got a down payment to come here and hunt a dog. Good for you, I guess. Um, Would you happen to know anything, Mr. Moving Scarecrow? DM, do I know anything? Uh, you would think it maybe has something to do with the thing that you're searching for. Right. Um, well, I might know something that knows something about the thing that you're looking for. If that helps you at all. I mean, you're going to have to be more specific. Yeah, like what? Well, I heard... I've heard legend of a wizard in these parts, and wizards, as we all know, uh, have knowledge because they're wizards. So, like, we could go to the wizard, get you on your quest, help me on my quest, and, uh, what you said, uh, some sort of mangy mutt you were chasing? Possibly a black Labrador. Ooh. That was, that was a severely dangerous. I was attacked by a black feisty once. Almost. Oh, let's, how about we just that. describe the character as well? <laughs> <laughs> um, Who are you? So, Who are you, Scoob? I just love the autism hands through that whole entire thing. <laughs> You're holding up my hand. What else am I meant to do? He's a method actor. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, this, this scarecrow is basically... I've thought about how best to succinctly describe them. They look like an exaggerated Clint Eastwood. Uh, Mm -hmm. Very much that kind of wandering traveler look mixed with farming like clothes. Uh, Their whole body is covered head to toe uh, from gloves to long sleeves to long pants to shoes uh, to a scarf around their neck and 
they essentially have uh, a blank face where it's completely covered with wrappings uh, with vague indents for an eyes, a mouth and a nose. Um, a big wide hat on, uh, obnoxiously wide hat. And very like harvest time pilgrim type of thing. Yeah, very um, much. <laughs> Olivia Got and Vesper are holding his arms, but it's at a distance. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and their, their whole body is kind of shaped in uh, a weird kind of Dorito. Their shoulders are naturally wide and stiff from what you imagine is uh, some kind of stick pole. Um, their arms then kind of dangle down from there and their body just comes into a point at their waist with a thick belt and their legs are like stick thin with Ves a little bit of padding. Vesper reaches out and like puts his hand on your chest and kind of searches around for a second. like, okay, so you have a core. You're a homunculus of sorts. Yes. Who is your maker? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Got the, the money question right there. You don't know who your maker was. More, more to say, I can't remember. Can't. Okay. Well, I'm getting Wizard of Oz vibes. Well, I wasn't made by a wizard. I was made by a doctor. But I need to find the doctor. A uh, doctor. Yes. That does magic. Not so magic. A wizard. So a no, I think it's, it's a wizard. It's not magic. Which, which doctor? It's the science. Which doctor is all cures and curses? Yeah. It's not a witch doctor. It's not a wizard. It's a regular science doctor. Like a pediatrician. <laughs> Are you sure it's not a podiatrist? My no, lozenge like, nearly went across the room. <laughs> like a pediatrician. But, you know, one for doing science, whatever you call a science doctor. A doctor of science. I don't know. Neither do I. Oh, Just a good. scientist would do. Sci doctor science. Okay, so where is the, where, where's the wizard? Tell us where the wizard... Um, it, in a shack, I imagine, as all wizards are. <laughs> I read it in a fairy tale once. In the village? Maybe. Maybe in the the woods is more appropriate. That is more wizard-like. He looks <clears> over. The the this little town does. It's on the border of quite a dark, dense forest. They're quite tall, slender trees. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Vesper like reaches down and grabs you by the legs and like hoists you over his shoulder. <laughs> I guess we bring him as leverage for the wizard. I suppose, but shouldn't we check in with Hope to see if she's made any progress? Oh, Hope! That calls out across the field. I, I imagine I am deep in this town's centre, still trying to find a phone. Most of the town folk are getting bored of you at this point. Okay. They're like, she knows one word. What's the point? Like, I can't communicate with this girl. And so most of them have like... Pond, like pondered off the the two priests are now just sitting on the steps of the Catholic Church, just smoking and staring at you. And the Labrador's like sitting between them, also smoking and staring at you. She's uh, tried to pull her notepad out and like started trying to draw like a phone. They're like, like nodding at you. Mm-hmm. This mm -hmm. uh, das uh, bitter, yeah. 
They're kind of shaking their head. Nine? No. 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 No round out away. They like nod and they're like <laughs> you gain the picture. It's like they think that you're talking about you going away. <laughs> she's, she's just gonna like okay. They wave. <laughs> Pat's dog <laughs> sadly walks away. Doesn't realize that okay has gone. <laughs> it's just wait. No, no. Wait. She looks over and she suddenly <clears throat> sees like this beacon. On a hill next to a scarecrow. No, no, no. With a scarecrow hoisted over his shoulder. Also, because of the way the scarecrow is designed, they've kind of got uh, one big long stick going through their whole body mm-hmm. into one of their legs. Oh, no. So you could see... Going horizontally off so, his so shoulder. So as Vesper's like hoisted him over... It's like a banner. Oh. So the whole body is like upright like that, but the arms are flopping out to the side, <laughs> and one leg is flopping out to the side. Is it the left or the right? Uh, this is, it has to be canonical from this point mm-hmm. onwards. Got to write um, that down. It is. It is the right leg. Mm. The right leg. Uh, the le- so the left leg is the one flopping around. Mm. Uh, okay. So hope you run up. That's my family. That's my family. You just see OK stick her hand up and wave. She's, she's going to gently jog. She isn't going to run. She's like, she's just... Yeah. The, the group make their way towards the forest and you kind of join them just before they enter in as you emerge into the forest. Uh, it's, it's because of how deep and kind of dense it is, there's not a heap of like grass growth here. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, you just continue your, your way through this forest. You quickly find a few tracks kind of weave in and out of each other. And so you begin walking along. Uh, OK catches you up on the scarecrow situation. Uh, and <laughs> I catch her up with that no phone situation. <laughs> and Vesper is just questioning the scarecrow. I was like, so this wizard is in a shack that's maybe in this forest. Why are you here? Are you here for the wizard? Has your search led you here with no details about where it could be? You've got the gist of it. (laughs) Great. So, I mean, look, I've I've done a little bit of reading, a little bit of asking around, and how'd that go? Well, not great when you can only uh, people aren't very open to people of. (laughs) Uh, other sorts, as we all know from history, uh, especially sorts made of straw and heavily bandaged with broad shoulders and a weird limp in their leg. I don't think that's the core issue at hand, why people aren't talking to you. Mm. You might be onto something. <laughs> the other problem is is uh, people people don't... If you if you try using crows and ravens, the people just laugh and feed them. They think it's some fun game. Wait a second. Do you speak German? No, I'm I'm British. How have you communicated with people here? I haven't. <laughs> no, I didn't say. No, most people here can speak English. Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone's just most, jerks to hope. Most Germans can speak English. You know they 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 learn it. I, I look. Apparently, they learn it. It's like one of the. It's like just in their education. They just learn it, English, and usually some other language. Vesper slowly cranes his head to hope and say, "How did you fail to communicate with 
people who also speak English. They're jack faces. I don't want to talk about it. You're... Well, it's less likely that that in smaller towns really people ghost. speak English. I haven't had much Wait, luck what? around oh, here. Shut up. What did you say? <laughs> He's like <laughs> shutting up the, the speaker. Okay. You know you should do. No, you should do. Hope. What's she going to do about it? Huh? I'm an adult now. Send her back. I don't like her anymore. Take her back to the orphanage. Shut I up, ghost dad. can't do that. Anyway, the point is, you're an adult. Yeah. Behave like it. No. You should be nicer to your fathers. Fathers? Yes. Bruh. That's not what you two are. I have head down to the back of my knees. What and makes I've... you think I am a man? You are telling me you are not a sir and are in fact a madam? Yes. <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> so well, I would treat you entirely differently if I'd known uh, that. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the people who are sleeping next door. Uh, it's it's a abandoned house. house. Oh, right, yeah, Aubrey. Yeah, Aubrey, you know, that person who also lives here. Anyway, continuing on. Well, I read in a story once, if you follow a yellow brick road, you can get to the wizard. Oh, no. We followed this guy into a forest. No, well, I, only... can break, I can break his spine. Very Vespa much moves his hand do... to like, his chest <clears throat> with no, the on one leg. I can break him. Vespa, no. I, I do believe I am doing zero leading at the moment, as I am in a very carried position. All right, well, would you like to lead? I wouldn't mind it, but I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this. Walking I would is like, quite difficult. I would like everyone to roll for me. Oh no. Yeah. As close as you get to this roll, the closer oh, you okay. are. I got a two. Oh. Seven. I also got a seven. I got a two. <laughs> Caleb also got two. <laughs> um yes. Ca- uh, Caleb, your random character who doesn't have a name. Uh his eyes just flick over to something. Everyone else is kind of busy talking. So his, you kind of just feel... His, he doesn't have eyes. He's just... <laughs> yeah. His, uh, his awareness. Yeah. You Flicks guys... The, the forest is getting denser and darker and a mist is kind of rolling in a little bit and you feel a presence of something shoom, past and you see a very big black dog disappear between two trees and it's gone. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Were you... You say you were in the market for hunting a, a black Labrador? Yeah, but we found that one. Ah. Well, I found another one. Oh, Puppies? No. When? No, no, a oh. bigger one. When? Oh, just then. Once all this mist and magical Vesper essence started rolling in, it's, uh... Vesper drops him. <laughs> he draws his sword. <laughs> Uh, uh, I appear to be flat on the ground now. This is gonna. You see him start to like flick his hands over. Uh, he does a quick like, come, come. And two uh, black birds swoop down and start to like grab onto him and like flap their wings. They're flapping so hard. <laughs> He's trying to like flip. Well, okay, this is this is gonna be. Ooh. Can Hope come in and try and help him up? Yeah. This is just sad to watch. Um, Vesper? Mm-hmm. Do you feel Thank like you. something's watching Thank you us? Uh, Vesper looks around. <clears throat> Strange. 
I don't feel a presence. I feel Should we one. we get out of this forest, forest while we can? I'm not sure if going back is an option, considering where any like spins us all of it. Being paid for this. But we don't even know who the people are. May like I you said yourself, this might just be a haha funny. True, but if it's killing people, the deed must be done. It must be stopped. May I start climbing a tree? No. <laughs> Dogs climb trees. We just gotta like. It's Dogs a dog. don't climb trees. Dogs climb trees. No, they don't. Dogs climb trees. I want to cli climb trees. Cats climb trees. Dogs Thanks climb trees. trees. I'm sure I've seen no. a dog. I've seen a dog climb a tree before. I. Yeah, we I'm agree. gonna go climb a tree. I'm gonna, I, yeah, okay. What kind of dogs have you been around? A wolf. They climb trees for the prey. They're very big. Wolves climb trees. Wolves climb trees. If you're big enough. I feel you can like climb I need anything. to research this in the library when we get home. I was researching different things. I'm anyway, just gonna start climbing I think a tree. we just need to find <laughs> it dead. Okay's eyes being very wide at that statement. She's like, you what? They're like gestures with his sword. I think we need to go find its den, kill it, kill its young, set it on fire. Payday. What if we find the wizard first? The wizard can help. Wizards have rarely helped in my life. Well, I haven't met one yet, so uh, it's a it's a new territory. Um, I think the wolf is a little bit more imminent danger. I don't think trying to find a person that might not be even in these woods. No, he's definitely in these woods. Oh, how would you know? I can feel it in my 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 sticks. <laughs> Actually, I can feel something too. Vesper is looking further along this path through the fog. There is something up ahead. Something very... I wouldn't say powerful, but it radiates. A lot. It's mm. very big. Hmm. Well, well let's go. Yep. I, it's either death or life, so... You see, uh, you haven't seen him actually think the tree is a good walk idea. yet. As he walks, he's kind of... One leg is firmly on the ground and he's got like a, a little walking cane like attached to one of his hands like it's like if he lets go it's still there uh, it's just like embedded into it and he uses it kind of as like a crux and like hops and then the other leg kind of drags but also flops along <laughs> you can very much see that like he's only got one support in in this whole <laughs> the other oh. legs just for show sometimes he just free spins around like steps and then whoop. looks around to it. Okay, um, you guys continue along this uh, wooden path, and you make your way uh, into what is appears to be a clearing. And as you go, you see more black flashes of this dog moving in and out between trees and around you. And you emerge, starting to go at a faster pace. You're seeing this thing getting closer and closer. You're seeing the glow of its eye and the kind of the saliva around its mouth. And you emerge into a clearing, and you see, through the smoke and through the fog, a three-story brick townhouse, just in the middle of this clearing. See? We've arrived. Like I said so, I knew the whole time. It's clearly 
here in this location there is moss growing on it, there's ivy growing on it, but the like the windows are like shuttered, there's a front door that's uh, painted yellow, there's one window at like the top story that is like slightly ajar and you can see steam coming out of it. I suppose uh, we knock. The, the scarecrow's already like, he never stopped walking. He's already like to the door with his little stick, like whacking it. But like a, kind of like how a Muppet, like whack something. Just, <laughs> it's just like, it's not, it's not like a knock, knock, knock. It's a, it's a little scuttling on the door. It sounds like a dog It's toy. just like his hands going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay. uh, there is no response. He's still knocking. You Hello. see the dog darting back and forth, getting closer and closer. Hello, imminent danger out here. Um, Vesper, do you want to charge through the front door? Sure. Vesper brings his like knee to his chest and just kicks it open and moves to the side so you can go in. Thank you kindly. Yeah. Olivia waits for the scarecrow to. <laughs> yeah, no hesitation. <laughs> Okay, Scarecrow, you go in and you go up a small flight of, of steps into kind of the main area of the house, and there's just a corridor. It's about three meters long. Uh, you make your way along it. It's just a, a old hardwood corridor, and you make your way to a door, and you cannot open it because it has a door handle. <laughs> uh, I, I reckon uh, he can push uh, all his, all of his weight kind of into the round one. one. Oh, it's a round one. <laughs> Oh, oh, right. My old enemy. <laughs> All right. Hugen, Moonen, Hugen, can you do anything about this? And there's like the two, uh, I, I gotta say they're ravens on each shoulder. They're just, ah! other one's like, Walnut. <laughs> no, no, you get, you get the treat after you do the opening of the door. I don't, I don't think you, you, you're going to be able to. And like, it kind of flutters down. And like it's like trying to like stand on the doorknob, but it can't quite with its beak get it open. It flies back. Walnut. Fine. <laughs> you can like see like in his glove, it's kind of like a little stash of nuts. Hmm. Olivia will walk in at this point, being like, "There's been enough ruckus that someone would have come down if this place was habited." I don't know. They might be weird. That's fine. I've met weirder people. Vesper like just looks at you head to toe, back up, then looks at Vesper, head to toe, then looks down at herself. Yeah, we're weird. Vesper like taps on the door frame, like, yeah, there's no mountain ash. And he walks in after you. Nice. <laughs> Alright, so you all go in. Uh, Olivia, you open the door and throw it open. And you emerge into what can only really be described as like a an 1800s French house basically it's old uh hardwood flooring there's a general main table area there is uh, a kind of core fireplace that you can see by the design of the chimney it goes up through like, the most of the house as a source of warming it's the main area for cooking and all that type of stuff off to the side there's a wash basin basin an area that's uh well thank you um that's tiled to like for cleaning all that type of stuff there's areas for shoes yeah it's just like a really old looking building it's quite dusty it's it looks like you know someone is living here but it looks like they haven't quite made it their own yet so yeah 
you can hear the sound of water running upstairs. And the sound of water running down a drain. And you're thinking back to the steam you saw. Shall we investigate upstairs? You guys kind of break into the main like area and you're kind of like hopping around just being like, wizard, wizard, wizard. Oh, wizard, what is... And he's like trying to think... He, he's trying to think back to like memories of, of things he's read. Um, and he turns to uh, one of his, his ravens. Morning! Do you remember what wizards look like? Remember, remember the book? And the 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 raven. What is it? Oh. Hmm. Very descriptive. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Olivia, as you're like watching him having this conversation with Bird, you hear the thump, 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 thump sound of footsteps as someone is coming down the stairs. Vesper's like. All right, slice and dice in time, and he's pulling out his sword again, Ves- and like spins Vesper. it a few times, <laughs> and all of you like turn to the steps as a man comes walking down the steps, holding a bath towel like around him. He comes down, pauses, seeing you all, and you see the man from your living room from a night before. And he like pauses and he's like covered in like new bandages and all that. And you can see between the bandages like a bunch of tattoos. He like pauses, looks at you all. Boy Blue. He Hi. slowly takes steps back up the stairs. <laughs> the the, the scarecrow is gone. towards like, oh, pleasure to meet Hope you. Hope is bright red. Oh gosh. He's gone. <laughs> and there's like a pause of like a bit of like a second. And he's coming back down the stairs, like, fully dressed in his grey suit again. And he, like, comes down the steps again and is still, like, kind of paused, like... Good evening. Sorry, we have a Hello. wolf problem. He, like, shakes the, the scarecrow's hand. How do you do? Oh, very well, thank you. Now that I've found, found you. Olivia, like, inserts herself in between. Like, she's standing in front of Hope now, trying to, like, block Hope from his view. She's like, until she's composed her face, which is bright red like a tomato, I'm going to have to stand in front of this girl. Can I assume that you are the the wizard? That is me, and he shakes your hand. Oh, brilliant. I am indeed the wizard. Wow. You look exactly like the books. Thank you. You, you. you see him now, his hair is quite long. It's down to like, just before shoulder level, it's kind of lower point of the neck. Uh, it's still quite wet, but the rest of him is like, fully dry. Uh, the damage that you had seen before is like, just as bad as it was. But his eyes are kind of shining a bit more through as it's kind of earlier in the day. Uh, wolf problem. Yes. Uh, oh yes. Um, uh, uh, he makes his way like past you all, and he goes to the, the front area, and he whistles, and the wolf comes running to the front step, and like waits there, and he comes back in and goes through a, a box that has a bunch of ice in it, and he pulls out like a lamb's leg, and he hucks it out, and the the wolf grabs it up and runs off. He comes with the house. It's um, a he's. Half physical, half real. It's a, it's like an alarm system. It keeps people away. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, clearly it didn't work. Does it keep people sick? No, it doesn't exist. Well, I mean, it eats, but it's it's like your friend there. He gestures at Vespa. 
Olivia's going to pull out the letter that they got and just hand it to him. Yes, no, I have, he like, is already taking it. He's like, yes, no, I have heard about this. Uh, the main issue is just generally not looking after the flu. Uh, there's still a very superstitious bunch around here. The dog has reappeared as I have taken ownership of the house. And so they can, they hearken it back to old omens once this was once owned by the original wizard. And he folds the piece of paper and he hands it to you. You can probably collect your winnings. I won't let it out this time. So. Thank you. We appreciate that. He puts his hands on his hips. Tea... Ooh, that would be lovely. Biscuits? Okay. Uh, we all just became so British. Ooh, what do you geez. mean I became British? I've been British this whole time. <laughs> he goes to the, the main kind of fireplace. It's basically just uh, at about hip height, just onwards. It's just bricked. And there's an area of like where a uh, fire has had before. It is just a fire, basically, an open fire. And he chucks a few logs on and a few sticks, and he snaps his finger at it, and it ignites immediately. And... Um, smoke begins heading up the uh, chimney and he fishes around behind like a cabinet that's built into the bricked area and he fishes out like a grate that's on legs and he places that on top of it and he fetches down a pot he places that um, next to it and he fetches a a kettle and places that to the side of the fire and he's kind of like patting around like water um Hope, can you fetch me a a jug of water from around back? There is a pump. And he's like goes around to the, the main kind of cabinet area and he's pulling out bread and he's pulling out eggs and he's like pulling out cinnamon and different stuff. And you can tell he's just making French toast now. <laughs> okay. Olivia's just gonna pat her on the shoulder as she leaves. <laughs> Uh, he cracks weird? a few eggs into a bowl, whisks it, adds some milk, some cinnamon, a little bit of sugar, and begins and just like dumps these pieces, like huge, thick cut pieces of bread into it to soak. And he turns to the rest of you. Once uh, hope's gone. Well, what's brought you all here? Mainly that letter. Mm-hmm. Not me. We just found him <clears throat> following us of some sort. Why are you, why you, are you were the here? ones following me. What? No, we weren't. I was on my own merry old way, sneaking through fields, making sure following I'm unseen us. by the superstitious folks of this town. And you come along with your white man and your, your burly Excuse muscles. Excuse me, back off my white man. <laughs> Vesper is like lounging in a chair off to the side. And it's like, me. yeah, you get him, okay. You <laughs> defend me. me. Bring me into a forest. Bring me to your own little mission. I'm fine with it. It it helped aid to my goal. But let's get this this absolutely straight. There was no following done by by yours truly. Well, then what was the We saw you and then suddenly we saw you again. You'd moved. You were following. It's called us. walking. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? You. What? Well, how would you feel as as someone who does not encounter the supernatural, and you think you see a scare, you see a scarecrow walking around? What well, you're gonna do with the what the, your white man was talking about? You're going to burn it and call it a witch. Wouldn't be the first time it's happened. 
God, that was death-defying situation. <laughs> it's amazing I'm even here. Heath isn't paying attention to this. He's like looking in the cabinet again. He's like, I thought we had maple syrup. We do have golden syrup. I don't like Oh, Olivia produces one of those like little travel packet sized things of honey. She's like, don't know if that'll do. He like cracks the top of the tin off the um, uh, golden syrup. And he uh, nods and takes it and places it next to the, the golden syrup. He like clears a, a bunch of old books off the table and just like sloshes them off onto the floor and starts placing things down onto the table. Uh, so you need a wizard. What do you need a wizard for, my good man? See, I am in search of uh, the doctor who made me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe... Uh, well, really, it's the only purpose I currently have in life. That that, and being a bit of a wandering hero, but besides that... He's heard the bit first of a... part of what you've said and is immediately like, disregarding the rest. He's like moved up to you and he's pushed the side of your jacket to the side to see... like along your your ribs, where your ribs would be if you were a human. And he's tracing his finger along, and he's moving it from side to side. Ah, uh, yes, well, you're homunculus, obviously. Uh, the patterning of the stitching here, the, the kind of core hallmark, because this is a very important area, because this is the in- entry point of the, the core. Uh, most homunculus builders, they, um, they're quite a prideful bunch, and so this you tell me <laughs> this stitching here. They usually they usually keep everything else quite orthodox, but here is usually where they let their pride show a little bit, and they mm-hmm. have a bit of a signature. Now, this patterning of the stitching it is quite distinct. I've never mm-hmm. seen it before, but if I was to see uh, any of their other work, I would I recognize it in an instant. At the moment, I right. don't recognize anything, but it is quite distinct. You see the zigzag pattern and then a loop and back over. It's kind of like this flourish, this flick of the wrist mm. type of thing. If it was a if it was a signature, it would be a loop de loop and then back across type of thing. That sounds right. Yeah, so he moves the jacket back. That's all I can do for you. Thank you very kindly. Olivia's already moved over oh, to where Vesp ter- is sitting, ter- and sorry. she's like, hmm, he's intelligent too. This is... Vesper's <laughs> <laughs> like, arms immediately crossed. I don't like it. She's too young and too obstinate. I like uh, the smash cutting to outside. Hope just like getting frustrated at this pump that it's going so slow. She thinks she isn't doing it right, but she's... I could... Uh, the, the scarecrow also just oh terribly sorry incredibly rude of me I haven't even introduced my friends here oh <laughs> uh, this is Hugin and Moonin uh, these are my pets I thought you were going to introduce everyone else <laughs> <laughs> that's even better I'm terribly <laughs> sorry young man <laughs> this is Wingus this is Dingus and this is White Boy <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> that's even better. Let's do that. So, uh, this, this is uh, my my two pets and as best friends and associates, Hugin and Mugen. Over here we have, uh, I never called her name actually, uh, but she's uh, the sassy one. Over here we have uh, the good sir with the burly muscles. And then around over there lounging on the couch, this is uh, the, the good man, uh, the, the white guy. Pause. Yeah, uh, apparently I'm a man. <laughs> he f- smiles. As, oh yes, shoot! I am acquainted. Your, I yes. forgot. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. It's all right. 
yes, we have met. And he's pulled off his jacket now. He's just rolling up the, the arms of his shirt. It's like, yeah, I have, I have met them before. Oh. But your name, I'm assuming, Homunculus, you probably don't have one. Was never given one. Can't really give yourself one. Uh, I'll not give you one. Not the kind of authority you get in those situations. That's fine, I'll give you one, because I'm not going to address you as Homunculus. I'll name you Ward of the Fields. So I'll address you as Ward, until you find a name of your own that you're happy with. Brilliant. All right, uh, do you eat? As he puts, like, starts, like, putting the, uh, I French do toast my on. best. All right. That would do. Your birds can have it if you can't. As instead of eating, it's like with the tea. Yeah, he isn't well. finished yet. He's only just putting them like in the. Uh, the I assume the tea is already served up. No, I'm still, still waiting on the water. Right, the water. I forgot. No, he just indicated out the window, being like, "I didn't really ca- catch her name." The sassy one. The sassy, sassy one. one. Yeah. You just see. I should ask all of your names. What? What? I have introduced myself as Olivia, but you. Persisted in viewing me as a male. Sorry, I was very distracted at the time. I was being kidnapped. Uh, no, you were being threatened with death, but... Very close. Very similar. I feel like... Much akin, much Ma- different. Yes. Yeah, yes, right. very much. Uh, <laughs> you gesture at Heath when Vesper's same. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can be right too. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't always have to be him. He can't tell the difference between <laughs> the two of you. <laughs> this is like getting more arms crossed. Don't like this. Hope! Where's Hope? I'm just gonna come back in. Now, which one is Hope? Is that is that the white one? I'm Hope. Ah, pleasure to meet you, Hope. Sassy I'm, one. Uh, sorry, what was... The Ward of the Field. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, Olivia, pleasure to meet you. I am the Ward of the Field. Uh, I'm gonna start making the tea. <laughs> He's going around. He goes. Uh, he, goes uh, he goes around. And Olivia's to bringing you the cups yeah, and everything, nice like placing all the things ready for you. Yeah. Uh, Heath uh, pours the tea and he places down French toast. And he's like just sitting down when there is a, a ring at the door. <sighs> and he gets up. It's like one moment. Uh, and he goes to the window, and you see there are multiple like different types of shutters here. And he closes the current shutters and he go. He makes his way over to the door of the hall and he closes it and he blows out a candle that is next to the door and he reaches on a, a hook next to the door and he takes a very specific key. He locks it, places the key back, takes a different key, unlocks it again and he snaps his finger and lights, the, like, the flame appears on his finger and he lights the um, candle and he opens the door and it is an entirely different corridor before you and he makes his way along it is a paved corridor it's more of like a mud room type of thing and he opens it up and you can hear from the bustle and the sound of, tr- of like the buses and cabs that you're in london and he throws open the door and there is a man in a black suit and a hat there who hands something to heath without saying a word and he just nods and says songbird and turns and walks away and Heath closes the door, locks it, and he looks at this folder that he's been given. Frowns, uh, like shoulders kind of sigh, like go down a little bit. And he comes back, closes it, locks it, changes it back to the other one, opens it back up. And it is the corridor to the one you know as the Germany one. And he makes his way to the, the table and he kind of pushes his own food to the side a bit as he's not going to eat anymore. And he starts flicking through the folder 
with a, a, a growing kind of frown. Is everything mm -hmm. all right, young man? Mm-hmm. He uh, tosses it in the pile of stuff. Just work. Hmm. Can I reach over and try and, like, flip open the folder and, like, start reading it? You flick it open and <clears throat> you see signed on it. Like, written on the front is a, uh, I think a big piece of paper and it says, um, Order of Resignation. And written on it in a scrolling hand says, Denied by Emily Bell. And he closes again and shifts it off into the pile of other stuff and it like falls in a crumpled heap. He leans back in the chair. Must be a shame then. Hmm? Oh, the, the contents of the folder. I happen to read it. <laughs> you can read? Of course. What upstanding gentleman can't read? It's ridiculous. Anyway, my condolences. That's right. They'll, and he thought I was a man. They'll come to their senses soon. He's like scratching at his thumb. Anyway, eat. Mm. Heath, if you don't mind my asking, how are those wounds going? These? He looks looks around. He's like, um, as they should. But that nasty one. And he kind of leans to the side and looks at yours. Hmm. Very nasty. Do you want that dealt with? <laughs> that would be fantastic, but I don't know how you would manage right. that. He he clambers up and he goes to, like, the spice cupboard next to the main cupboard. And he, like, goes down to the bottom shelf and he pulls it open. And he pulls out a handful of different leaves and uh, different powders. And he puts a pot on the stove and he snaps again and, like, reignites it properly. And he tips them all in and he's, like... Uh, fishing around in a specific uh, desk and he pauses and he goes to a toolbox and shifts around it and he pulls out a spoon that's like changing colours slightly and it's like some strange type of metal and he goes over and he adds uh, a strange looking wine to it and he t uh, stirs it three times clockwise and then one time counterclockwise and he takes it and he pours it into a chalice that's obviously made of copper and he passes it to you uh and he says drink and don't stop drinking okay she takes a very deep breath and she's like let's go <laughs> you start drinking and it burns your throat in a singeing way and like warms out from it it's like <clears throat> the harshest of whiskey and as it, uh you do so he takes a, a handful of dirt from one of his pockets and he like slowly sprinkles it around you and from the dirt mushrooms begin to sprout and extend out into this perfect circle around you and he um, snaps his finger again and he traces his finger down from your neck all the way down to the the point like the end at your hip of the the wound and there is a searing pain and you look over to like the window of a cabinet and you can see your general reflection and you can see the wound is like that of an old scar. That's impressive. He kind of, his eyes kind of flicker a little bit and he has to grab onto uh, the table to hold himself up and he gets up and slowly moves back to his seat and you see the mushrooms quickly die. 
we got to get that tea for AK. Yeah. Um, he sits back down. Would, I mean, other than it taking a lot of energy out of you, why, why haven't you done that for yourself? Because um, I deserve to feel these ones. That's stupid. No. Pain's there for a reason. It's there for a reason, but you don't always have to suffer. Unless you deserve it. What makes you deserving? He leans back in his seat. So... Are you guys out on a hunt without your licenses? No, this was more just a pity job. A pity job? Yeah. Why do you need to do a pity job? Well, with AK out of commission and us down to our last, I don't know how much, AK keeps track of that, and a $500 down payment. Obviously, it just wasn't going to cover the cost of travel and potential loss of life to do this job, but Mm -hmm. it was a pity job. They said people were falling ill, and if they talked about Gatekeeper over there, that people died. It's just flu season. Yeah. They weren't so superstitious, they could just deal with it in the proper way but it's just specifically that village just because this place has been there for a very long time mm. so I'm sorry your front door opens into London yes and it opens he like looks at the the keys and opens to seven different places goodness hmm. convenient yeah. cost effective it is it's very you can't land back I'm on long service, so it's good for a holiday. Mm. All right, let's let's go tell the, the villagers that the dog's dead, so we and can how are get we gonna paid. do that? They don't understand us, and you were talking to them for probably about half an hour about a phone until they wanted you to leave their town. Look, I just want to be able to afford pizza. I, I know, I'm hungry too. <laughs> You're I mean, not going the French to toast is nice. start affording luxuries doing pity jobs. Mm. Take it for someone who has worked in your industry a bit too long. Pity jobs are nice and they're important, but what you need are. Name-making jobs. Mm. Bit hard to do when there's only three of us that can fight. And no license. And no license. Such a big deal about that before. We're literally just doing this until we can get a license. I didn't make a big deal of it. I don't care what Tia does. He's just the messenger. I had to abide by its rules. I had to get its licenses. Well, I didn't. They were part of the training. But, uh, he's kind of looking around. What about you? 
Hmm? What are you wanting to do now? Well, um... <clears throat> oh, gosh. Well, it's been a while since I've... Uh... Yeah, let me restart. <clears throat> oh, um... Myself, well, I've, uh... Finished this quest. I found the wizard. Learned more about the doctor. So, um... I guess then I go back to my hobby. Which is? Oh, uh, the... The, the lonesome hero. It's, uh, the... The one thing I can remember. Uh... As you put it, the ward of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a little side gig of, you know, going around, protecting small villages, warding off uh, crows, nasty little things. Well, you're not going to find your maker doing stuff like that. If he's making homunculus, then he's on a whole other level from that type of stuff. Work ah. with them. All right. He gestures at them. They'll be operating on high echelons. They need more than what they currently have. You really think a scarecrow's gonna help us? He's a homunculus. I he's am immortal. He's unkillable. Now that's interesting. Yes, very. They're the most painful things to deal with on the job. Uh, I remember, he like leans back and kind of smiles, but I remember when I first got the, the code name Songbird, I was so like, proud of it i was out there with warwick and we were we were doing a homunculus mission and it took weeks because it just kept running around devonshire non-stop it wouldn't get tired it just kept running and we would catch up to it for a little bit and we'd like try and like immobilize or something it just kept going and the entire time it was just chanting riddles at us it never stopped and it never like took a second to like think of a new one just the whole time just riddle after riddle after riddle it didn't wait even for like us to answer or something it was just saying it to itself as it's just going by god that sounds obnoxious it was the worst thing ever i i i'm sorry i am sorry on behalf of whatever i am that you had to go through that's such a oh god awful experience by god you don't need to get that upset it's okay just makes me so un- irrationally angry. <laughs> yeah, well, fair. Hmm. All right. I will say my. Uh, I guess this is an interview now. My biggest flaw is uh, I have almost no strength behind anything that I do. As witnessed. Yes. Uh, my body is made up of uh, sticks, straw, and uh, loosely wrapped together cloth. Uh, I have managed, with help of my, my two friends here, uh, managed to build kind of discount hands. And you see he, like, lifts up his hands. They flop down, but the fingers kind of, like, wiggle a little. Not in any kind of pattern or any, like, strong way, but you can see there's some kind of weight to them. Just no fine murder skill. Um, I've... But... I am a prospect for improvement. I will. I can work hard to become better and better uh, for this position. I can. I can fit into the role. Um, you definitely fit into the group. I feel flattered. 
Ah, thank you. Never fit into a group before. Such a novelty. It's not a good thing, sir. I very much... Look. I feel insulted. We, you insult us constantly. This, for me, oh, was a name-making mission. I got a name today. I've got a new new job. I found uh, the next step my journey. This is a brilliant you day You survived for me. a kidnapping. I did. For the... Uh, yes, I, I, that's not that impressive. I've done that one before. What? You I survived can, multiple kidnappings. You, I've been kidnapped by all sorts of riffraff. I told you about the Black Labrador before. That was a journey. When you're just really just a stick covered in, surrounded in straw. By God, you're a dog's wet dream. There is another knock at the door and he sighs and clambers back up. And he goes and does the same routine again, but this time fetching another key. And he opens it up and is once again a different corridor. Sorry, there was a mosquito just There's in now my another face. Aw, oh, damn it. Um, he makes his way along this new corridor and throws open the door. And from the smell and the kind of breeze that's coming in, you think you might be near like a beach or something like that. As there is another man uh, all dressed in black. And he hands Heath another uh, envelope. And he kind of like jumps to attention, salutes and says, Morning, Star. And walks away and Heath pauses, rips the letter in two, chucks it out and slams the door and makes his way back up, slams the door again and makes his way up the stairs and is gone. He's got more names than all of us combined. Hmm. You hear the like sounds of like creaking wood and the sounds of like furniture moving upstairs. I'll go help. She starts hopping, <laughs> hopping upstairs. <laughs> Olivia's following behind, just trying to make sure that like the homunculus doesn't fall down the stairs as he's peg-legging his way up. <laughs> uh, Heath is like rearranging some stuff upstairs. He has like there's like a pile of like. 20 different chairs of wooden chairs stacked on top of each other in front of a doorway and he's like moving them he like moves all of them at once and just like he's carrying them with two fingers and moves them like to a different part of the corridor and he opens the door and is walking into it you see like this is a very bizarre looking room it's kind of like twisted it's like the perspective of it has been moved around and he's going over to it and he like punches the wall a couple times as it goes and like straightens up completely and is back to normal and he goes over and opens up the window to that same beach view and lets the air uh, air out. And he uh, like looks around and sees that you guys are there. He's like, um... He thought he wanted to help. I just wanted to make sure he didn't fall down. I thought I wanted to help. I came to help. Putting words in my mouth. You can take this, and he throws a, a basket full of uh, sheets to you, and you like into your hands. <laughs> where, where, where do you want? Downstairs. All right. <laughs> Olivia just steps to the side and lets him on his merry way. Uh, Heath comes over to you, Olivia, and says. I, um, well, I must apologize. Uh, doors can only be accessed once every 
eight hours. So mm. me doing that has now locked you out of both England and Germany for the next little bit. So I will make room for you guys. Thank you. We appreciate it. In the meantime, what can, he, what can we help with? He like looks back to the room. Uh, just make yourselves at home. Have a nice time. And he's going to cross over to another uh, room and he's going to throw it open and it closes behind him and you see a series of locks go down it. And he's well, gone. Well, that's a do not disturb sign if ever I've seen one. Olivia heads back downstairs. Yeah. Um, Hope, are you still downstairs? Yeah. Um, while everyone was heading upstairs, uh, Hope was going to pick up the letter that he ripped in half mm. and tried to open it and like put it back together to read it. Sure. <laughs> She's uh, got a snoop. You open it up and it is a an interesting letter. It doesn't give very much information. It is a notice of health status mm-hmm. of multiple other tier operatives. Right. And it has their, their different code names mm-hmm. across it. So you're not sure exactly what yeah. was the issue. None there. rings a bell or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I know nothing about Tia. But Olivia, walking down the stairs at this moment, like, sees it and can't help herself. And she's like, oh, I want to see what that is. Yeah. So Reads it. And she's like... And none of them are doing... It's not like like any of them are on death's door. Like, yeah. It's a slight, like, they're on slight improvement type of thing. I don't know if this is what he was talking about, about deserving his injuries, but his reaction would indicate that. Anyway, I better go debrief Vesper. We're here for like the next eight hours at least. Eight hours. Yep. The doors can only be accessed once every eight hours, so we've been locked out of both Germany and London for the next eight hours, and we will need to go back to Germany to collect payment. And then go back to London, which would be cheaper if we just used the doors. Mm. You hear once again the sound of furniture being moved and wood creaking as he was obviously adjusting another room. Yeah. Oop, uh, the humunculus ward comes back down with another basket of laundry and stacks it he's, down. He's just singing to himself. He's just humming a little, little ditty. Being useful. Yeah, uh, Heath slides down the balustrade mm. in clearly a much improved mood, and he fetches a, a um, an apron from the side of the um, fire and ties it on. And he looks forward. Good man, downstairs. And he streaks past you, throwing open a door that leads down a flight of about twenty steps. Mm. These are stone steps, and you see at the very at the bottom of the steps is an iron door, and it is like locked all the way down one side with types of locks you have never seen before there's like a hand there was like two or three locks on the door that Heath went before and they're all like normal like locks or something like that or door locks these are like runes and Celtic symbols and Latin phrases and like multiple number digit type things Yep, you make your way, uh, whoever's coming down here. Uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just on you? my way. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. um, <coughs> We're just peering down the steps going, yeah, I'll oh. follow with. So you come down to these baskets. Down this first flight, there's the big door, and there's another flight down to the side. And you come into what 
is clearly quite a large basement. Uh, and it's been kind of customized. You see, there is uh, like mats on the floor. These are like training mats. This whole area, there is a, um, it's basically been turned into a sort of a gym type of thing. There's a, a punching bag and there's just a chained up armory along one side of just assorted things that have like little name tags on them, little like listings of locations and stuff like that. You see like a large ax, you see a bloody like baton, you see all this type of stuff uh, lying in these um, cases that are sealed shut and Heath is unlocking another little caged area and he throws it open and like gestures. <laughs> very, very proud like you're revealing a magic item at a washing machine. <laughs> Jeff, what, what on heaven's name is And it that? works. And, you just as a machine next to it, a dryer. I, I've, what, what is this sorcery? <laughs> Does Vesper come running down and he's like, you what? A washing machine? You have a dryer? You have a dryer? What? What, what is this magical washing machine? We, um, we cut forwards a few hours. Um, it is quite late at night now and Olivia you awaken from your bed um, and you kind of sit up the breeze coming in from the sea is quite nice it's moving the blinds you're in your own room everyone has been given their their own room you're not sure how like from the size of the building that you saw there's Mm. no way that there's enough rooms in this and these are large rooms these are like proper big rooms Uh, you are awoken by the squeak of a stair heading like past you upwards do you want to describe the room for me? Um, well, the curtains, you would expect them to be like coastal curtains with the coastal breeze. Um, and they are the sheer fabric, but they're green. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're this weird, like li- lilac, not lilac, lime. They're like mm-hmm. a weird lime green. Um, and the rest of the room has this really old-timey Victorian kind of like wallpaper that's also in a similar like light shade of green um and then the rest of the wall because it's like a half wall and the lower side of the wall is like dark timber paneling in a vertical pattern Mm. um very dark mahogany kind of victorian style furniture all throughout the room but it's sparsely decorated um it kind of looks like you know, this is definitely a guest room. It's not a room that gets lived in yeah. very often. Um, and there is the chimney <laughs> characteristically, like, running through yeah. and, like, there is heat radiating from it. Hmm. Cool. All right. What are you going to do? Um, she's heard the creak and she's just going to... Testing, testing, one, two, three, Vespa. Did you hear that? Did you see that? Are you here? Oh, come on. You don't sleep. I do sleep. Yes, I heard that. <laughs> Just not when you're around. He materialises in the armchair. Arms still folded. Should should we go check? I mean, you you can go check. It's not like I'm going to be needed. Well, I don't know. Well, if something happens, I'll come. And he, like, reaches out and just grabs a book from a bookshelf, brings it over to him, and, like, flicks it open. All right, fine. You keep reading your I'll books. keep guard here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah such yeah. an important job, guarding the window. Yeah, something could come in. It's just open. There's no wards in this place, I don't think. <laughs> not for me. All right. Well, I'll see you in a bit then. Yeah. 
Yeah, she starts tiptoeing her way off to see what on earth is going on. You tiptoe your way through and you open your door slowly. And you is entirely dark here, but there's some light coming through some of the windows. Uh, This is all hardwood and all that. And you make your way to another flight of steps that lead upwards. And you assume this is where the creek came from. And you begin to head up as well. And you arrive on what is the roof. Hmm. And you're not fully sure because you know that this place seems to be able to go to multiple different places. And you find that you're at none of them. You exit out and it's almost like you're just amongst the stars here. You're standing on the rooftop and it's a concrete roof with a uh, about a hip-high um, banistrate type of thing. And the cosmos is just around you and about you. There is no ground, there is no sky, there is no clouds, nothing. It is just the stars around you. And you can see on the top of these banistrate is just lines of bizarre-looking growing plants. And you can see the frame of what you assume to be Heath standing near one. He is wearing slippers. Uh, you assume probably just shorts and then just a, a red robe that he has like tied tightly around him. Uh, he is uh, picking leaves that have like, as the moonlight kind of moves around, they kind of flourish and he picks them and they immediately dries and like decays in his hand. And he scrunches it up and he holds it near his mouth and he breathes. And he breathes out that blue smoke. And you see the hand that was shaking before goes still. Mm. Up for a wonder? I'm a bit of a light sleeper. I can tell. And he, he flicks like the remains of a stalk off into the distance. It's quite interesting, blue smoke. What is it? It is. And he picks another. The last remains of my homeland. The seeds came with me when I came home. They're all I have. Does it ease the pain? More the soul. Hmm. It's a different kind of pain. He turns to you. He smiles. You know, I've walked the world. And there are so few here that know just how dark the night. And just how cold the wind can blow. Hmm. But you experienced that, didn't you? At Mercy's Creek. I'm supposing someone from Tyr told you? The people who were there. My masters. Hmm. First hand. Yeah. Hmm. Tyr was just, just gonna shut you down. But they pulled strings. It's kind of them. <laughs> Much as they can do with the current management. And he sits down in what is just like a sun lounging chair here. <laughs> he sits down it. Olivia's going to check if there's like any other place for her to sit down. There are. There are more. Like there's one like each corner. Cool. She's going to grab one like and not drag it over because that's going to make way too much noise. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to like pick it up, carry it over, plonk it down and then like look up at the stars. 
Um, as you can probably understand and relate to, those nights that are dark and cold are the hardest ones to talk about. He uh, pulls from his pocket uh, one of his cigarettes and he lights it and he pulls the packet out. It's like a handmade packet and he holds it open to you. I don't smoke. It's not smoking. <laughs> All right, fine. No, you take one and he, as he, like, you take it, he just snaps his finger and like the end of it lights. And he closes the packet and the packet has a series of like runes written on as well. And it's like... It's just like breathing into a, a friendly home. <laughs> and you, you take a breath. And yeah, it's not like you've... In your young days, like you smoked with your friends in Mercy's Creek. Specifically tuck peer pressuring Specifically her tuck. into it. Um, <laughs> yes. But you breathe it in. And yeah, it is, it's, it's like springtime in your lungs. It is... Is honeysuckle. It is that smell of the first time arriving at your swimming spot. It is like the first of autumn apples. It is like nature at its peak. Hmm. I see why you like it so much. He leans back and kind of crosses his arms and looks up. It's not so much the darkest nights. Other ones hardest to talk about. But it's whether they need to be talked about. Mm. I feel like the time for talking about it has come and gone. The devil deserves his stay, but not in every moment. Mm. And what about you? Deserving. Of your injuries. He like feels his neck with the like the strangle marks left. The devil seems to be staying. He a sly smile stretches across his face. That's why they call me the morning star. you hear a loud banging sound coming from below. Oh shoot, what the heck? He sighs and he flicks away his cigarette and he gets to his feet and he bows to you and says, good night, Olivia. Good night, Heath. And he begins going down the steps. He goes all the way down to the bottom, down to the kitchen and then down to the metal door. And he runs his hand along the locks, and they all, one by one, unlock. And he quickly slides through the gap of the door and in, and closes it, and they begin to lock again. And there's a loud bang sound as something is smashed against the wall, the door, and the sound of something being dragged away from the door. Mm.